I was very committed to listening to the executives, hearing them out while I was doing my initial discovery period to understand what the problems were. You're listening to The Higher Ed Marketer, a podcast geared towards marketing professionals in higher education. This show will tackle all sorts of questions related to student recruitment, donor relations, marketing trends, new technologies, and so much more. If you're looking for conversations centered around where the industry is going, this podcast is for you. Let's get into the show. Welcome to the Higher Ed Marketer Podcast. My name is Troy Singer, and I'm here with my co-host, Bart Kaler. And today we get to interview a wonderful higher ed marketer and a wonderful human being. Her name is Anna Maya Dahlgren, and she is the director of university marketing for Loma Linda University. And I will admit from the very beginning, this is a relationship that Bart has, and I would love for him to describe Anna Maya to our listeners. Uh, yeah, Anna Maya is such a treat. She's uh, she's a wonderful person, as you've pointed out. I've gotten to know her over the past uh, 18 months to two years. Um, I had done a little bit of work with Loma Linda University. They hired a new university marketing director, and uh, we, we got a chance to get to know each other and, and have been working on several projects for the past 18 months. So that's full transparency that, that we do have that relationship. But I think that one of the things that I really wanted to bring her on the, on the show about was um, there's so many people that are making the transition from outside of higher ed marketing into higher ed marketing. And that was something that I remember having a few conversations with her early on was just, hey, Bart, can you provide me some you know, resources? Can you provide me, kind of point me in the direction of some things that, that I should, you know, kind of get up to speed on? And she kind of talks about that and not only talks about that, but also just talks about some of the, the soft skills that she brought to the table that really have helped her to propel where she is at Loma Linda University and has really um, propelled a lot of the success that we've done together. Yes. And as we can imagine, when you say 18 months ago, that's right around when the pandemic hit. So yeah. she had to use a lot of those skills in a different environment under different conditions that she wasn't used to doing it within. And yeah. uh, I, she shares a lot of that with us. Yeah. So now we present to you Anna Maya Dahlgren. It is my pleasure to welcome Anna Maya Dahlgren to the Higher Ed Marketer podcast. She is currently the director of university marketing at Loma Linda University. I think this is going to be a very warm and spirited interview. Welcome, Anna Maya. Thank you, Troy. It's really wonderful to be here. For the record, you and Bart do have a working relationship, and I am now starting to get to know you a little bit better and really appreciate some of the things that we're getting ready to talk about. Great. Yes, I've enjoyed my work with Bart very much. It's a pleasure to be here and to support you all in this uh, podcast today. Well, I think that one of the things I wanted to talk about, Anna Maya, I know that we've we've been working together now for almost two years. And uh, I know that you came in to your role out of, uh, a, a, you weren't, you didn't have higher ed background, I guess I should say that. I think it's uh, it's interesting because I think a lot of people and a lot of statistics I've been reading is that, high, that education is one of the growth industries coming in the future. And there's going to be a lot of people that are transitioning from other careers into higher ed. And I'm just curious to you know learn a little bit more about that journey, what that was like for you, how that played out, and, and just the types of things that you needed to do, the skills that you needed to bring to the table that probably were not on your resume 
that uh, that that kind of required you, especially getting started like a couple weeks before COVID hit? Wow. Yeah, Bart, taking me back to that time really just opens my heart because if anyone is interested in making a shift from healthcare into higher ed or any other industry for that matter, I highly recommend it. I am a continuous learner. I love learning new things. And I got to a point where I really wanted to challenge myself. And it happened also at that time that my mom ended up with a a TIA. And for health reasons or for her health reasons, I decided I wanted to move closer to her. And I ended up applying to Loma Linda University and their open position for a director at the university. It's been an incredible journey. I've learned so much. I'm very grateful to help them in their um, specific strategic objectives right now. I know part of that too is just the idea that, I mean, certainly marketing applies across, you know, across industries. I mean, you know, and I think what's interesting sometimes is we talk about B2B marketing, we talk about B2C marketing, in higher ed, it's it's a little there's a there's a kind of a difference in that because I mean yes it's B two C but you're still there's a lot of nuances involved because it's it's not like and and you and I have talked about this before because just so everybody understands Loma Linda University has is it's a university hospital and so not only is it the university that is uh, one of the larger faith based institutions of of graduate study so med school. Uh, school of pharmacy, dental school, you know, eight, eight different colleges under Loma Linda University. There's also a major, uh, one of the larger hospitals in Southern California that's a part of Loma Linda University as well, the healthcare side. And so making the shift from kind of this patient focus where you're helping people know that when the time is right, that they should come to the hospital or, or you're following up on that from a marketing standpoint to then helping someone with the journey of, of going into higher education, which for some, for a lot of people is one of the largest investments they'll ever make in their life. And it's also an investment that's many times made, made through a lot of emotion um, that plays into the discussions and, and the conversations that we have. And so I'm just curious, you know, what are some of those skill sets that you were able to kind of bring into that that and and maybe there's a there's an example that we can talk about too that kind of helped you kind of make that transition and 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 learn those different things. You know, the interesting thing about higher ed that is different from healthcare is that it's harder. You have longer lead times on the conversion from the time somebody expresses interest. And you're actually doing a sales process different from healthcare, right? The, the customer is going to give you a down payment on their, twi- on their education. They're giving you a tuition payment. So I have drawn on my sales background from years ago and also how to communicate with people at every step of the buying behavior, the buying process, right? That that customers are making. I actually love how I'm able to really bring my whole marketing communications and sales uh, experience into full circle here from that perspective. I think that's great, Anamai. And I know that when you and I first met, you were kind of hired to build this marketing team from scratch. I mean, there was uh, there was no one there. And the, the recommendation was to have a university-focused higher ed marketing team. 
you came and did that. And obviously, you know, we've been working together for a while and I've seen the success of what you've done over the course of time. And you're continuing to grow that team out and it's becoming bigger and more hires and it's an excellent team. What do you kind of attribute some of the success to that, especially as you related to the executive team? I mean, you're, you're reporting directly to the executive team many times on, on your process because you were the team. Yeah, Bart, you know, as I think back on all the things that I've ever done in my life, it has prepared me for this. And um, it may not necessarily be some marketing experience or something related to my job. In fact, one of the skills that I draw upon here um, to answer your question is the work that I've done spiritually and a, an attribute of the five mindfulness trainings that Thich Nhat Hanh has put together. Deep listening is one of them. And I was very committed to listening to the executives, hearing them out while I was doing my initial discovery period to understand what the problems were so that I could come back and give some practical advice. Off, you know, In my experience uh, growing up into marketing leadership, I you know, realized that I was talking too much, that I needed to listen more. And I think that really played out well for me here in this example, because uh, the executives were telling me we need a branding campaign. And my marketing mind is like, no, we don't need a, mar a branding campaign yet. We need to fix the website. We need to fix the intake process, the RFI form and how we're converting leads and all of that. But my listening led me to a compromise. And so that compromise turned out to be a campaign called Heroes Made Here that we took to market. It was the first campaign in the institution's 115 years at the time, the 115 years in existence, they had never done a branding campaign. And just as COVID hit, I was hired. So we started to work with you, Bart, on the Heroes Made Here campaign as part of a manifestation of my deep listening and ability to compromise on what I would say would be a, a non-starter from a traditional marketing kind of uh, theoretical or academic point of view. Yeah, Anna Maya, I think that's your your point with the example of the Heroes Made Here campaign. I mean, that what a what a fun campaign that was, and I think it was quite timely. I mean, I remember I remember you and I first met in March, and you kind of at that time said we've got a campaign that we need to do. And so as we started working on the campaign, you know, more and more started happening with COVID. More and more started playing out, and I remember driving through my local town, and and seeing something about you know a handwritten sign on a on a doctor's office or on the hospital that said, uh, you know, healthcare heroes. And, you know, that was kind of a lot of what was going on in the culture at the time was that, you know, no longer, I remember seeing memes on, on LinkedIn and Twitter with, you know, all these superheroes bowing down to the doctors and nurses walking by. And, and uh, it, it just seemed like a, a natural play that, well, here's a university that produces doctors, pharmacists, healthcare heroes. I mean, the entire Loma Linda university is all about healthcare. And boy, wouldn't that be a way to kind of lean into that? And, and, and our team obviously took and ran with that, both of our teams. And I think that it, it really played out well. And tell me a little bit about what that was like as you were leading that, because, I mean, the size of your team transitioned over the course of that campaign. You were working not only with your team, but also a lot of support within the 
the the hospital's healthcare marketing team, and, and I'm sure that a lot of uh, a lot of those soft skills that you talked about with the with the listening and other things had to play into that. Tell us a little bit about how that specifically came into about. Bart, those those were very exciting times. That was a lot of fun, and I remember having very specific conversations with every member of the executive team around that particular slogan, Heroes Made Here, because as a faith-based academic services or health sciences center, we don't think of ourselves as heroes. The only hero is Jesus Christ. And so it was a very interesting conversation to look at ourselves as heroes and in the end, the the work, the story that we decided to tell about being available to patients in a way in their toughest moments when they're sickest and they needed us, that is what a hero meant to us in this campaign. And we have since really helped that story come alive using our alumni. And we've done several video stories now of our alumni uh, doing heroic work in our community and giving back in their service work. Yeah, that's great. And I think that it goes back to what you said, listening. And I remember having those conversations with you about how can we, you know, there's a lot of concerns that the that the administration has, the executive team has with with we don't want to b- become, you know, prideful. We don't want to present ourselves as prideful. It goes against who we are. And I totally agree. And I think that the way that that was, you're listening and your patience and the way that you kind of led that and, and um, led those conversations, I think really impacted a lot. And I think that it's, um, you know, we're working on some other things now and I won't get into details of that, but it set us up for a trajectory that I think is very strong. And, uh, and I, think it, I think that branding campaign has made a big difference for Loma Linda University. Bart, as we're talking now, you're reminding me that a week ago I was meeting with the officers and deans and I announced that we were going to sunset the Heroes Made Here campaign. And one of the officers said, wait, do we really want to do that? (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. Are we sure? And so that was a really sweet moment for me that after all the hard work we did with deep listening and understanding what the executives were trying to achieve and using the creativity of marketers to really represent the brand in the right way, we we nailed it. We hit a home run. So congratulations to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's great. Very good. And Amaya, during our conversation, you've referred to that you have a vast background in marketing, sales, also outside of higher ed within uh, medical. So as I ask you the question that we usually ask, if there's a, a a recommendation that marketers could glean from you, whether it's an idea that's current or maybe from that vast background of something that could they could implement immediately that you've had success with or believe they could have success with. What would that recommendation be? Troy, the thing I would suggest is that people start talking less and listening more. I learned this very valuable lesson when I went into Six Sigma Lean Training, and there's a book I'd like to recommend everyone to read. It's called The Coaching Habit, Say Less, Ask More, and Change the Way You Lead Forever. 
Anna Maya, thank you very much for that book recommendation. And also, thank you very much for being so present with us and bringing not only tangible recommendations, but also your very transparent spirit to the Higher Ed Marketer podcast. Bart, do you have any final thoughts before we wind up this episode? Yeah, Troy, thank you. I, I just uh, really appreciate Anna Maya and, and her, as you kind of pointed out, just the transparency and the, and the authenticity that she brought to the show. I think that a lot of us as higher ed marketers, whether we're transitioning from outside careers into higher ed, or if you've transitioned over from the advancement department to marketing, there's a lot of different things that's, uh, that, that we can take away from this. There's certainly skills that you'll need to learn. And, you know, I'm hoping that this podcast provides you a lot of those as you listen to the different episodes. But I think that one of the things I really want to take away from our conversation today with Anna Maya is the fact that one of the, a lot of the soft skills that you need are just being able to slow down, to listen, to be able to understand other people. That, that idea of empathy, we've talked about that in several other podcasts. I know that when we spoke with Courtney Cannon on one, an episode, just a couple episodes earlier than this one. She was helping us as, as a deaf person herself, helping us understand how to better market to that audience who might need accessible and, and additional help with, with the marketing. And, and I think that she really came down to, if you remember, Troy, at the very end of the episode, she was talking about how empathy was the number one skill set that you needed. Yeah. And I think that that's so true. And a lot of what Anna Mai has talked about today was the idea of, of listening and talking less. It comes down to empathy and comes down to understanding and really putting yourself in the, in the seat of, in the shoes of the other people, whether it's executive team, whether it's other members on your marketing team, or whether it's actually those prospective students that we're, we're marketing to. So I, I just really enjoyed our conversation today. And I really think that it's been a, a, a real blessing to be able to have this conversation. So thank you, Anna Maya. Thank you, Bart. Thank you, Troy. It's our pleasure. The Higher Ed Marketer Podcast is sponsored by Kaler Solutions, an education marketing and branding agency, and by Think Patented, a marketing execution company specializing in printing and mailing solutions for higher ed institutions. On behalf of my co-host, Bart Kaler, my name is Troy Singer. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to The Higher Ed Marketer. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you're listening with Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to leave a quick rating of the show. Simply tap the number of stars you think the podcast deserves. Until next time. <laughs>